This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. It's Monday, October 19th. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Here's how we're making you smarter today. This holiday shopping season is about survival for many retailers. Plus, how the pandemic is forcing lawyers into this century. But first, the surge in voter enthusiasm is today's one big thing. We've got record-breaking fundraising and huge early voting totals, which all add up to lots of voter enthusiasm. Hans Nichols is a political reporter for Axios. Hans, can you tell us about the enthusiasm you're seeing for Democratic candidates now that voting has started? We're seeing it in two different places. You're seeing it in the money, right? It's just mind-boggling the amount of money that's being raised in the third quarter. And every single race of the top 10, Democrats are in the lead. And sometimes by $20, $30 million in a single quarter. Like, that's a massive amount of money. So much money that some Democrats don't even know if you can actually spend it all before election day. I mean, South Carolina, not exactly a Democratic bastion. Lindsey Graham had a great fundraising quarter, raised $28 million. His opponent has raised close to $60 million, Jamie Harrison. So you're seeing double the enthusiasm, especially with small dollar donors. And it's showing up in the numbers. It's going to show up in advertising dollars spent. It already has. The big question is, will it show up on election day? The other place where you're seeing the enthusiasm is on the early vote. Here's the throat clearing, and here's the caveat. We don't know just because the early vote is coming in so strongly for Democrats that it means that Democrats are going to win. What we do know is that if this were a baseball game, the Democrats are up by, I don't know, 9, 10 in the second inning. And so that's not to say they're going to win the baseball game, but they're clearly winning. Americans have been voting earlier and earlier for years. How is this different? It's different by scale. Right. In the last presidential cycle, there were maybe two, three million votes in the crucial states. Now we're at like 20 million. And depending on how you slice it, by a factor of five, more people are voting early two weeks out and have done not just early voting, but mail in voting, because a lot of states have changed their rules, making it a lot easier for people to vote by mail during the pandemic. You're seeing Democrats who fought into that. Republicans, we don't know whether or not they're not enthusiastic or whether or not they just don't believe and they don't trust mail-in ballots, because Donald Trump's been out there talking about how you can't trust mail-in voting. Can I ask you about first-time voters? Because that's always a great measure of enthusiasm. What does first-time voter data look like right now, two weeks before the election? 16 million ballots cast. And of first-time voters, 14 percent are Democrats and 7 percent are Republicans. And it's that delta there, that 14 to 7 percent, that's really telling the story. And that is that they're more first-time voters who are Democrats and their larger percentage and share of the overall electorate than Republicans. And the data's not lying there. Hans Nichols writes the Sneak Peek newsletter for Axios. Thanks, Hans. Thanks for having me. We'll be back in 15 seconds with the unpredictable holiday retail season. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it 
a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome back to Axios Today. The Christmas holiday season is so important for retailers, but it's a real big question mark what that is going to look like. Courtney Brown is a markets reporter for Axios. Courtney, if you were going to describe the mood of retailers ahead of the holiday season, what would it be? Well, if you're a struggling retailer, I imagine maybe you just have your hands in a praying motion. You're like, please, please, people come and shop. I mean, 20% of all money spent at retail stores comes solely from Americans shopping during the holiday season. So it's quite important. The problem is, for one, the unemployment situation in this country is terrible. More than 25 million are relying on unemployment benefits to get by. And the other thing is people are afraid of the virus. So they may not be going into stores and shopping this holiday season. It's unclear whether that is going to translate into online spending. But when you look at consumer activity and sales reports, people are still spending money Even more than before the pandemic, it just tends to be at Amazon and Walmart and not so much at smaller retail chains where people typically shop in, right? Yes, people are definitely opening up their wallets. The problem is there's no guarantee they're going to direct their dollars to the players who are struggling. And that's kind of why you hear retailers trying to do whatever they can to attract people to their store. And they're really trying to eke out one last successful holiday shopping season because it might save them. How are they preparing differently for this season? And I imagine that's not a cheap proposition. Not at all. It's really interesting because what's keeping retailers from doing well this holiday season, struggling retailers at least, is the fact that they may not have the money to do the things that would attract people to get into their stores. So, for instance, if you don't have a really bulked up e-commerce system that can handle the potential volume that might come this holiday season, like that costs money to build. Another thing that costs money is putting stuff on your shelves that people can buy. So it's all of these types of uncertainties that make it difficult for struggling retailers right now because they want to do everything they can to attract customers, but it's unclear if they can even afford to. Here's the literal bottom line. Dozens of retailers have filed for bankruptcy during the pandemic. Stores across the country are shuttering before the holiday season. And for businesses looking to avoid that same fate, these next few months could be make or break. Courtney Brown is a markets reporter for Axios. Lawyers are notoriously tech-averse, but the pandemic has forced the legal industry to go virtual in a way that it's never done before. Brian Walsh is Axios's future correspondent and has been looking into this for us. Brian, how have we seen this industry change because of the pandemic? I mean, if anyone's had to deal with a lawyer, it's not exactly the most tech-simplified method. They've learned that you don't actually have to be face-to-face. You can be done via Zoom. You can do things like electronic billing. That doesn't exactly sound like the most high-tech thing out there, but that's something a lot of law firms really weren't doing until recently. Now they realize that's something they need to do. This sounds like a change that will stick. I definitely think this is a change that will stick. And that really comes, again, from what customers are demanding. What we've seen really in the pandemic is that a lot of institutions that 
were kind of reluctant to move into a more virtual environment have been forced to do so. You saw telemedicine go through the roof. Doctors couldn't go to their offices, but also patients were kind of, frankly, scared to go to doctor's offices. So the same thing is happening now with law firms and the ones that are able to pivot, the ones that were able to adjust are the ones that are going to survive. Those who can't are going to get left behind. And law firms are in a lot of trouble. Revenue per lawyer is down thousands of dollars. That really underscores just how concerned they should be about the business in this current environment, but also who's going to be able to succeed, who's going to be able to thrive in the future. Brian Walsh is Axios's future correspondent. And before we go, if you thought that made being a lawyer sound tough, how about this? Last week, Brianna Hill sat down to take her bar exam online. That meant four 90-minute sections in two days. She also happened to be 38 weeks pregnant. Just because those two things kind of were overlapping at the same time, I wasn't going to let it stop me. Hill told CNN that test takers weren't allowed to leave their computers, but then 30 minutes in... I felt something. I had like a brief fleeting thought of, I really hope it's not water breaking. It was her water breaking, but she didn't stop until she completed the first half of the exam, had a healthy baby boy, and then finished the rest at the hospital the next day. Brianna won't get her results until December, but she already has a job in the legal profession lined up to do alongside being a mom. That's all we've got for you today. Over the weekend, we kicked off our year-long series, Hard Truths, about structural racism in the U.S. I hope you had a chance to listen to our special episode on Saturday. You can also find more coverage at Axios.com. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Thank you.